investors dropped the charges when they learned he'd paid for the rental. A judge hears arguments from both sides today. The number of people who signed up for unemployment benefits has fallen to a new weekly pandemic low of 269,000. S&P futures are up six. This is CBS News. The leading sign of COVID is a fever, so everyone needs an accurate thermometer. Try the Exogen Temporal Scanner and learn more at exogen.com. That's exogen.com. Dell Technologies' biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision with top tech up to 45% off during their early access Black Friday event. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs, along with servers, monitors, and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. How can I get new orders out on time without working overtime? It's possible with Staples Connect. Staples Connect has small business shipping covered with premium shipping supplies and UPS shipping services. And now buy two, get one free on select shipping supplies like bubble roll and premium shipping boxes. Plus get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 1-1, in-store only. Visit staplesconnect.com shipping for details. Want to get behind the wheel of an F-150? So does everyone else. Wade Willett with Nissan says pickup trucks are still top sellers and have evolved quite a bit. They've become the family ride. That's why you see the changes in the cab configurations and some of the different trucks that not only we're coming out with, but the other OEMs is trying to tailor to that evolving customer base. James Bell with Kia America says trending now and to come. I'm really excited about how electrification is going to go. I know percentage-wise of the sales, it's not going to be, you know, 50% of the business by the end of 2023 or something like that, but I know it's real. Bell says the industry has to show consumers how electric vehicles are going to make life better. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News. Netflix Tiger King star says he has an aggressive form of prostate cancer. Joseph Maldonado Passage, who's in prison for trying to hire a hitman to kill his nemesis, Carol Baskin, says he doesn't know what the stage is, but he's pleading with the attorney to let him go home. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. What's all the buzz about nasal irrigation and navage, 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 and should I try it? Here's the science. Airborne germs invade through your nose. It's the body's air filter for trapping allergens and viruses. When your nose gets clogged, it's less effective and germs multiply. Eventually, your immune system can get overwhelmed and you get sick. Nasal irrigation is an effective, all-natural way to clean your nose. It's not a drug. It's more like plumbing. Saline goes in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, flushing out mucus and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. It's the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage pulls out the bad stuff so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. At Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and Walmart. Or go to Navage.com for a free gift with purchase. Over 2 million sold. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. The Trimble Tomcats shut out Fisher Catholic 38 to nothing and advance to the second round of the OHSA playoffs against the East Knox Bulldogs. Athens County playoff football is brought to you by State Farm Insurance Agency Agent Shauna Stump, Park National Bank, Hocking College, Lake Hope, Larry's Doghouse, Steak and Shake, Snyder, Fuller, and Stroh, and Athens Dental Depot. Hear the Trimble Tomcats on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH, online at 970WATH.com. 
If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you think you'd like to win, but you can't, it's almost a cinch you won't. Life's battle doesn't always go to the stronger or faster man, but sooner or later, the person who wins is the one who thinks he can. Single game tickets on sale now at Bengals.com. Taco John's fans can't get enough of the new double cheese chicken boss burrito. One person said, mmm, which means this new and improved three cheese red pepper and smoky hatch chili queso makes Taco John's best burrito even better. Then someone else was like, mmm, mmm, which roughly translates to this queso blanco and nacho cheese combo is unbelievable. Well said. The new double cheese chicken boss burrito, part of our queso blanco creations, only at Taco John's. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Download our app for exclusive deals. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Cars, Friday cars, afternoons cars, at 106 cars, on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. Daily reports of the stock market's close. Tune in at 530 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 9 70 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Gold Bear Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. I don't know if you've heard, but the c and planes has been sold. Hello, this is Tyler. My wife, Misty, and I are the proud owners of the newly remodeled, fully stocked, and completely updated True Value Hardware and Farm in the Plains. So we invite you to stop on by. Take a look around for your home, hardware, outdoor power equipment, ranching, and farm hobby needs. And as always, thank you for shopping local. I-N-E-P-L-E-S. Coach Turf, another road game coming up for your oysters this week, and I understand you're going to be going down on the farm. That's right. It is another road ball game this week. It is going to be a conference ball game getting down toward the end of the season. Every ball game is important. Every ball game for the conference championship, that's why it is going to be a fine ball game, and you're right, it is going to be down on a farm. We're going to be playing the Engineering Institute for Eastern Industrial Organizations. Boy, that is a mouthful, Coach. That's right. It sure is, and that's how come we shorten it to E-I-E-I-O. And what kind of team do they have down there this year? Well, they do have a fine ball team. You know, they seem like they always have a fine ball team. Coach McDonald always has a bunch of fine ball players playing for him. That's how come he is in the race for the conference title every year. He always has a bunch of fine ball players. In fact, he's got a fine player here, fine player there, here fine player, there fine player. In fact, he's got a fine player everywhere, and that's how come it is going to be a real fine test for us. And you'll be playing at their place, and I understand that uh, 
from what you've been telling me, they do have a very decided home field advantage there. Well, not only that, they like playing at home. In fact, uh, I don't believe we've ever played them boys at our place. Seems like we always go to their place and play down on the farm. And, you know, uh, I understand from uh, there are advanced scouts that it is the same home field advantage that we've had or they've had ever since that we've started playing them. That is, I don't know any other way to put it, but it smells down there, and it's real hard for our boys to get used to that, and their boys are used to playing in that, and that gives them a real uh, advantage. They haven't made any improvements to their home field in several years then. Well, not only that, uh, you know, they got something else going for them down there. You know, they got a lot of uh, uh, things sitting around on the field that you got to watch out for that you don't step in, and they know where they, all them things is, and uh, we got to be careful when we're on that field. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. And the Art Turf Show proudly, I mean proudly, brought to you today by Himalayan Salt. Huh. I, I prefer Monrovian Salt. No? Okay. To each his well, own. Well, Coach Turf, let's talk a little uh, scouting report information on the opponent this week. Who is that uh, you're playing again? Well, that's E-I-E-I-O. I won't give you their full name because it's such a mouthful, but they do have a bunch of real fine ball players. I guess we could probably start with their quarterback, a real uh, flashy playboy type of boy like uh, what used to play for the New York Jets. Uh, Joe Namath. At, that's him. In fact, uh, just like him, I think that uh, Namath feller is this boy's hero, a feller named uh, Heifer. Hugh Heifer, he likes to he likes to go out with them cheerleaders after the ball game's over. He he likes to having a good time, and uh, and uh, he's he's a real flashy leadership type boy on on their team. But he and can get the job done on the field. I understand. Well, that's right. He is their most valuable player. Has been the last two years. This is his senior season. And he's looking to be all America, and uh, I think he's probably their most valuable player again. Does he have some good help in the backfield? Well, that's right. You know, uh, he's got a real fine running game to go with him. Uh, they got some boys named uh, Mustang, McGurk, and Shorty Shetland. They got some real horses in their backfield, and, and it's a real good thing for them. They're, they're real good broken field runners because they can uh, run around that field and miss whatever it is they're not supposed to step in. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Oh, my. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H FM's. Once again, the sun is booming. It all popped about uh, 30 minutes ago. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Had to uh, throttle down the uh, blinds in the studio. 29 degrees outside, headed to 51. I think that's an improvement over yesterday. As we look ahead, the high today 51, tomorrow 50, Saturday and Sunday 58 and 61, Monday 69, Tuesday as well, in fact all up in the uh, lower 60s uh, basically next week. So, uh, this uh, Cold spell, um, 
brief, but um, boy, it makes you uh, realize what's yet to come, right? Oh, yes. And if you feel a little bit sleepy or groggy, step outside and invigorate yourself once again. Machine and I used to walk outside and walk back in and go, invigorating. (laughs) I miss Dave Machine. We've got to get him back involved here. (laughs) And it was freezing, too, but we didn't care. He lives up in Bremen. Or is it Bremen? Bremen. Bremen. I thought so. Yep. I had a cousin that used to live there. My, I'm going to, this is a lousy thing to say, but she was my favorite cousin, Linda Hill, and uh, from my mom's side of the family. Anyway, but she doesn't live there anymore. All right, let's see here. In fact, where does she live? I'll have to think about that. All right, um, let's see. Today, a free-for-all edition, obviously. Looking ahead, I don't know if it's next week or the following week. It really doesn't matter. Uh, shows we've got coming up, we have Betty Young, president of Ohio, of uh, Hawking College. We've got the mayor, Steve Patterson, and uh, a few others as well. So, Good. Uh, well, you know, we wonder if we could get someone... Uh, the gal from the Susan G. Komen Foundation to come in and visit with us again with this being breast cancer sure. awareness. So maybe we could work on that, too. Mention that to Krista, if you would. Okay. Okay. Um, today is, uh, let's see here, what is today? November 4th? Yeah, that's right. Yes. November 4th. So let's see. So we're seven days away from Veterans Day. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Recently, uh, since it got colder, uh, I have been um, reaching in and grabbing my flight jacket, my military jacket, a coat, I mean, weather coat. It's warm. It's comfortable. And uh, I have been, um, how do you want to put it? Um, surprised, I guess, at how many people have stopped me and said, thank you for being in the service. I said, well, it was a long time ago. They said, you know, it doesn't matter. Thank you. That's kind of neat, you know? Yeah, it should be. You know, speaking of that, I noticed today... By the way, just let me tell you, we do have a caller waiting. Oh, go ahead. Okay, let me bring them on board before they think something's wrong. Hello? Yeah, yeah Dave, can you do me a favor? Will you have Betty Young on the show? Yes. Ask her, ask her if there's any plans to do anything more at Lake Snowden. At Lake Snowden. Yeah. Okay, well... I think college owns that, and... Uh, Heard some rumors in the past, but nothing here lately. So I'd like yeah. to know the answer to that. Okay, we'll try to remember, but I hope you'll catch the show too. Right. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, Lake Snowden. Yeah. Let's let's try to remember that when Betty's here. Okay. Okay. What are we gonna? What did uh, Jerry want us to ask her about Lake Snowden? Anything in particular, or just if any uh, developments the, the are coming future, on? Okay. 
the so teacher folks, Lake Snowden? Years ago, I'll tell you this story. Years ago, um, I'm trying to think who the original owners were of Lake Snowden, but whoever it was, they decided they no longer t- needed to keep that among their holdings. And my dad and I both thought, wouldn't that be cool? And when you look at the land that went with it, we thought, you know, there could be some pretty homes built around it. Uh, There's access from the back as well as the front, the front being Route 33. We thought the recreational opportunities were cool. And not a bad place to build a radio station, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, it didn't pan out for us. But um, Hawking College eventually ended up with it. I think they've done a pretty nice job with it out there. Mm -hmm. Last time I was out there, which was a month or so ago. Well, maybe the Paw Paw Festival? Yep. Looked pretty nice. Yeah. Nice place to gather there for things like that. So Lake Snowden, we'll we'll try to keep that in mind when Betty visits here in a week or so. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, I was going to say that's that's what I was going to. Okay. Um, when you were speaking of your flight jacket there, yeah. Um, I noticed today that there was another honor flight taking off from, um, I think it's John Glenn International Airport in Columbus. Today, this is the apparently the last one of this year, heading there to take some veterans. Yes. To uh, Washington D.C. to visit the memorials there. I can't recall where I heard a show about this. Um, it may have been a news clip on um, Rivers News a couple weeks ago. But there was a woman talking about the honor flights. And that there was one coming up, and she was naming a couple of the people that were going to be aborted. And um, one was a draftee who simply had two years of service. And um, anyway, it was a really interesting uh, segment that we heard. Yeah, that's a neat thing. Now, again, I got a caller here. Whoops. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, folks, I, I try to reach it as soon as I see it. I'm sorry. Please redial. Now, um, you were... Yeah, so take, the honor flight. Yeah, taken off this morning. And uh, lots of veterans will be aboard there. And just, you know, I'm sure there'll be lots of emotions oh once, once they get to the memorials. And understandably so, but that's just a neat thing to uh, get veterans there to go. We tried to get Dad to go on one of those, and he was interested at one point, and then thought, "Nah, Whoa. I'm not sure if I do." I don't think I'm not sure well, if Dad no. enjoyed flying that much. Let me ask. Let me ask. Um, wouldn't he have been World War Two? Korea, Korean War. Yeah. Okay. And he had assignment in Korea. He was a uh, stateside. Okay. During that, and year. again, I should I should remember all this stuff, but I don't. What was his military occupation? Uh, he was an army photographer. Oh yeah. 
Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Given his skills in photography. Yeah, yes. He had <laughs> off-the-chart skills in he, photography. He, um, folks, uh, I can't tell you how many hundreds of Ohio University athletic events I att- have attended over the years and seen Chuck down on the floor with his camera shooting the action. Or at the football field at Peden. Yes. I, I'm By floor, I meant any athletic event. Yes. Yeah. And um, oh, I have a curious question. Uh-oh. It's I might little, have a curious answer. It's a little bit loaded, I guess. Uh-oh. Do you still own all his, does the family still own all of his equipment? Uh, yeah, my oldest brother, Chuck Jr., has a lot of it. So he, he is into photography somewhat as well. So he has most of it. Is it something you're trying to keep in the family? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if ever you have um, a few pieces you want to part with, <laughs> okay. Please let me know. Okay. Okay, because I still have all my old gear. Yeah. And yeah. um and I'm talking about you know, two and a quarter by two and a quarter cameras. Um that's the the film size. Oh yeah. Um Hasselblad uh, which was a very famous camera. Um Well, anyway. Yeah. Dad had that ability to see a picture through his eyes before he saw it through the camera. And then he would locate himself appropriately to get a get a good shot. And if he didn't like it, he'd keep moving around till he did till he did. And uh he told me one story that um he was he was a ph- photographer for the uh, Copperheads. Oh, for many years. Yeah. And uh I guess you guys got up on top of the convocation center. Yes, to I, take I, a I told picture. this story recently. You don't remember this? <laughs> oh, I do. Yes. Am I telling the story? Yes. Okay, so you were here. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> folks, um, when the Copperheads formed up, initially we weren't sure where we were going to have dressing rooms and things like that, if we even needed them. But I, um, the athletic department. Um, I signed out a key to the convocation center and um, I guess what you would call the men's dressing room, okay? Yeah, locker rooms, whatever. Locker rooms, yeah. Yep. And uh, now, on top of the convo, we also have some broadcast antennas and some equipment. Um, Back before satellites... We had some equipment up there to get the signal from the combo to to the studios here, right? Yes. In high quality. Yeah. Um, so I have a key to the attic, if you will, of the combo. And there's a little hidden stairway. And it's and then like if you get up there you can walk those ramps up up above the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they bounce, by the way, yeah. when you walk. Yeah, the crow's nest up there. Yeah, all that stuff. But it also, there's a door to the roof, so you can look out. 
So one night, and this was early in the Copperheads' uh, existence, you know, I headed them up 17 years. But um, um, there was one night that we got up there. I thought, let's see what a photograph with a telephoto lens from that distance, from that height and all would look like of the players in action. So the games were going on. People were in the stands over at Bob Wren Stadium. And Chuck uh, and we were on the roof. Well, you know, that's a silver dome, right? Yep. Or gray, I guess. Yeah. And um, some people saw us up there. So they called OU police, thinking there shouldn't be people up there. And in no time, they showed up and said, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, so I explained, and they said, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember that one. Dad said he, you guys went up there on the catwalk and yeah, yeah. went out, and he said, next thing we know, a few minutes later, here comes OUPD. <laughs> yeah. But he, he enjoyed that, and he just enjoyed taking photographs and in the army he flew uh a lot in army uh aircraft and uh photographed crash sites oh my and uh they they used his photography and pictures to try to determine the cause of that now, you know this is back before computers and on board and black boxes and things like that so they uh, used a lot of his aerial photography to try to determine the cause right. of those accidents too, and I don't think Dad was too crazy about flying around, but uh, well, that's that's what he did. That was his assignment, and you know, flying around to do that sort of thing. They would have been flying at low altitudes and then circling, you know, different um, approaches to the accident site. Yes, absolutely. And it is a, a different type of flying than yeah. But just going you, from here to there. Yeah, he was so proud of his service yeah. in in the army. Um, I don't think he wanted to go too bad when he was drafted, but <laughs> right, you know, he missed missed being here. But as he got older, he started to appreciate that more and more, and was very proud of his service in the army. Well, so with veterans, I, Day, I you know, some could say. You had it easy, meaning me. And I guess I did. I never saw combat. I was in intelligence and high up in it. And I worked for Senator... The senator from Arizona who just passed, John McCain, I worked for his father, whose name was also John McCain. I was actually in Vietnam twice, and each time for less than 30 hours. Uh, a couple other places, too, but always just for a brief, very brief period, less than a day or two. Um, but most of the time, you know, my job was there at uh, SyncPAC, and that headquarters is 
in uh, on Oahu Island of Hawaii. Well, well, whether whether you had it as you say easy or not, you know, of course, compared to being on the front lines and in yeah. combat, yeah. I mean, you're not getting shot at or bombed or, you know, the, the elements of war. But at the same time, I've talked to a lot of veterans that say, you know what, you're part of the support staff that helps us with supplies and information and things we need, you know, to get to the front lines. One of my latter assignments, I... Um, so if you're drafted, you typically serve two years. But say you get your draft notice and you go down and enlist, okay? Uh, you have a choice of being in two years or three or whatever. Um, I chose to go in for three. Uh, it allowed me to have a little better selection about my um, what my occupation in the service was going to be. I wanted to be in radio and television, right? Armed Forces, radio and TV, but no way. That was full up. Uh, so I ended up, uh, quite by accident, though, in intelligence. It was fascinating. Fascinating. But one of my latter assignments was, as the Vietnam War was coming to an end, uh, I, was, I had a very high position. in the POW release. And there was a group of about eight people who made up that committee. And I represented J2, which is intelligence. J1 is operations. J3 is logistics, and so on and so forth. Um... It was fascinating. Oh, sure. It had to be. And when you think of all those fights, bringing the POWs back, taking them to Guam initially, letting them take a shower and get a new uniform, fresh and clean, and, and then the next flight on into Honolulu to uh, Hickam Air Force Base. And then um, getting off the plane and meeting the Admiral himself, John McCain's father. And when his son got off the plane, his son uh, was the, the former senator who, who just passed here not too long ago. Um, I was the, uh, I think, the fourth person to shake his hand as he came down the the stairway from the plane. What a privilege that was, because, you know, I had uh, followed anything I learned about him. I took straight to the bridge for his father to know about. I was told to do that. Yeah. Well, we're way off topic here. Well, no, well, with Veterans Day coming up, I you guess, know, I guess that's it, right. It's relevant to that, but I, you know, since we're talking about this, 
Uh, how about if we invite, if we have veterans listening in, if they got a, sh- a story to share, you know, call in here. Particularly. And, and share On November story. 11th. Yeah, or any time between now and November 11th. Sure, why not? Anytime, for that matter. Anytime, yeah. Call in and share your story. Everyone's got a story. Reminisce a bit. Yeah. Tell us. And uh, share. Because, you know, we're proud of you. We're proud of your service to our country. And uh, if you would like to share that and be proud, we would love to be proud with you. So please feel free to call in. 592-6646. And, of course, put that 740 in front of it, our area code. 740. 5926646 I personally would love to hear some of the stories Me too. you know uh, I've talked to so many veterans and a lot of them have a, a, a funny story to share as well as you know some of the things that weren't so entertaining right but uh, yeah please please do feel free to to uh, make it known to us and share your story we're proud of you I don't know why this popped into my mind. Pop it out. There not, it was. You're not going to like it. Anybody know how to fix an ice maker? Give me a call. <laughs> Our ice maker quit last night. Isn't that a mess? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. You, you don't unhook. realize how much you rely on something. You got to unhook the water line and shut. make sure it's shut off. Well, it's just... I is, don't know what it is. Is the the motor out? Is it plugged up? Mm, there's just it's not generating new cubes. And the dispenser, if you you know you have one of those things through the door. Yep. And you hold the there's nothing coming out because it's not making any new cubes. Oh. Oh well. Um, and I change the filters regularly. Yep. But uh, that's not it. Do you have a shut-off, shut-on device no, in there? I, I didn't like want to get into arm? this much detail. Okay. Um, we'll save it. Yes, there is a shut-off, shut-off. Um, uh, uh, you know, like when the thing's full, yeah. it lifts this little arm to stop right. it from making more. Right. I think that is the problem. I think maybe a bottle of wine got stuck in there and derailed that or something like Could that. Could be. Yep. Okay. Well, I, I would suggest I keep working that arm up and down. No, it's it's on one end it's become out of its where it's supposed to be. Out of its holder. Okay. Yeah. All right. Golly, <laughs> I can't believe that came up. Well, you said it popped in your mind. Yeah. So. November 4th it is, folks. Let's get back to track here. Okay. Today is National Chicken Lady Day. Okay, now years ago we had a program on the air. In fact, I've been threatening to bring it back. <laughs> called Chicken Man. I remember it. And it, it is a hoot. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. It's Chicken Man. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the Art Turf Show. It's one of those things that's just supposed to make you smile a little bit. Brief, brief little feature. Yeah. And we have them all. So um, I've been asking Connor to try to find them. While we're t- while we're talking about it, when we played uh, Dad's commentary the other morning, yeah, we have somewhere hundreds of those. I like those. We want to bring them back. Yes, good. But we have to find them, and then 
move them from the old-fashioned reel-to-reels to our digital storage, and uh, which is not hard to do, but the hardest part is finding them in the building. Anyway, that's one of our goals. Just thought you'd like to know. Yeah. I enjoyed okay. those, and I've got a favorite one that he did, and I still remember it to this day about when he was playing in a marching band and it was freezing and in order to keep the horns and the brass still good uh, pitch toned they had to use uh, they didn't have anything to use to keep them warm so they poured <laughs> booze in them to keep them from freezing really and I remember him saying by the end of the parade some of them uh, somehow were marching not necessarily in straight lines <laughs> Because somehow I the, don't remember this one at all. The booze had made it into the mouthpieces. Well, that, that would have been either at Van Wert, <laughs> where he had high school, or the College of Worcester. Yeah, and and your dad was. Or it could have also been Ohio Northern at Ada. Okay, your dad was <laughs> chuckling toward the end of the story. I bet he was. And uh, <laughs> finished with a chuckle and just. Thought you'd Just like thought to know. You'd like to know. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, whatever chicken lady is, what do you think that means? Well, I just can re re read this right now to you. National Chicken Lady Day on November fourth annually honors Dr. Marthenia Tina Dupree. For twelve years, Dr. Dupree worked for the second largest chicken restaurant in the world. As the Director of Community Relations and Training, she was widely known due to her work in the community during this time and through her work with the community and the people she helped, Dr. Dupree became known as the Chicken Lady. Okay, what community are we talking about? It does not say. It just says Director of uh, Community Relations and Training for the Chicken Restaurant, but it doesn't give a community city unless it is somewhere in the remainder of this story but i am not seeing it oh okay so it says national chicken lady yeah it says is there someone in your community who elevates the people around them if so celebrate them like others celebrate the chicken lady while you're at it enjoy some chicken with them and serve them a bucket of chicken <laughs> Mar Marthenia dupree yes whose nickname was tina tina yes Oh, we ought to be able to find the city. But this, well, we'll keep going here. Okay, National Candy Day. National Men Make Dinner Day. Do you like to cook? Yeah. Are you good? <clears throat> well, I eat it, so I'm I'm a little picky about what. Okay, so what you, I do, and yeah, you're so yeah. you're proud of what you make. Yeah, and mom and dad have I've shared with them, and uh, dad's. Dad always had a good taste and good sniffer, smeller. We always called him. He had a super sense of smell. Mm -hmm. But he would tell me about some of these things. Boy, that stuff's good. How'd you make that? You know, whether it was Italian dishes or desserts, pies, well, cakes, I, whatever. I'm, I'm generally proud of what I make when, yeah, I'm, when I make it. And deviled eggs. So National Men <laughs> Make Dinner Day. And finally, National Cashback Day. 
Well, we could use some more of that. Couldn't we all? Who doesn't like that, right? Which brings us to the next thing I brought into the studio today. Um, I found this article. Uh, Caitlin Augustine is the uh, author. Uh, she often writes uh, very detailed studies. And um, she works for a place called civicscience.com. Okay, so this story, I only printed uh, two pages, I think, maybe three. And I don't have the whole text. I just brought in some of her charts. But the headline reads, Personal Finance Outlooks Worsen as People Feel Impact of Inflation. Well, duh, right? Yep, I guess so. Okay. So the cost of everything has just started to zoom. And inflation, gas prices, Um, everything, food. American consumer confidence worsened again this week and was largely driven by rising pessimism around people's personal financial outlook and the future of our nation's economy. So, let's see here. I have um, a chart. There's no way to explain this on the radio. But it, it, it tracks the following things. Um, the economy. Opportunity for new jobs. Personal finance. New home and some other stuff didn't appear here. Anyway, you can just see, in fact, look here. See these lines and how they're all zigzagging and yes. then eventually yeah, we're like lower. looking at a graph chart here, yeah. folks. Um, week by week, and it starts um, May 2nd, then May 9th, May 16th, so right up until um, October 24. It's not a good picture. It is not. You're right. And inflation is getting worse. Now, the next chart. How much do you think the following things will impact your holiday shopping this year compared to last year? Okay, so this is what people are feeling. So let's take the topic of price increases. The general public, 50% of them, feel that price increases will impact their holiday shopping a lot. 33% said a little. 17% said not at all. What about product availability? 
46% said a lot, 35 a little, and 19% not at all. Shipping delays. 44% said a lot, 35% a little, 21% not at all. So then, in the same type of chart, they asked a different question. Over the next six months, do you expect your personal financial situation to get better, stay the same, or get worse? And then they go on to say, compared with how much do you think price increases will impact your holiday shopping this year compared to in past years. Okay, now, so this is not quite the same numbers, but... Okay, so the first groups... Um, the first question was, stay the same. 40% said they'll stay the same. 39 said a little change. And 21% said not at all. What about getting better? 56% said they think it will get a lot better. Some of these seem to be in, what do you call it, differing from one another. Yeah. 28% a little and 16% not at all. Now, the final question was, or get worse. Sixty-nine percent. Oh my! Said it will get a lot worse. Twenty-three, a little. Nine percent, not at all. So the sixty-nine and twenty-three together. Sixty-nine percent, twenty-three percent together. That's a lot. Ninety-one percent. Yeah, that don't have much hope in the economy. Well, are saying it's going to get a lot worse to worse. <laughs> you know, where do you put the stick pin in there, in between there somewhere? Okay, the it's final not a pretty question. picture. You're right. Over the next six months, do you expect your personal financial situation to stay better, stay the same, or get worse? said they expect it to stay the same, but they are still very concerned. Um, 41% said they expected it to get better, but they're still very concerned. And then the most troubling one, 63% said they expected to get worse, and they are very concerned. I don't know if that made much sense over the radio, but... Oh, uh, it did. I thought it did. Okay. I mean, it's 
painting a picture of reality here with our economy. Ten minutes remaining. Boy, this show has flown by. We've been chatting. Yes. Um, again, um, oh, there, there's a phone number. Did I get it in time? I don't know. Let's see. Good morning. Good morning. I did um, get you. Good morning. Thank Hi. you very much for uh, bringing up a, a, a need to repair a repli- uh, an appliance. Mm-hmm. I figure, since you're like us in some ways, we keep our appliances till they don't run anymore. <laughs> well, of and uh, so it's probably older. What I would highly suggest, because um, there seems to be a favorable impression of the folks who repair um, appliances, and certainly you can find those in those yellow pages that you don't have. But you have an electronic means to get yellow pages. Well, you know, um, and you 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 live in our my neighborhood, so you may avail yourself of this. There's also a thing called FINA, the Far East Neighborhood Association. Yes, the yellow sheets that come. Well, they yes, but they also are on Facebook, the FINA group. Yes. So um, I had on my Facebook site said. Anybody know of somebody that can repair this? See, what was it I was repairing? Mm-hmm. Um, Hydraulics? Oh, no, a hot tub. Oh. And um, then one of our FINA people said, no, you don't need to put it there. You need to put it in the FINA Facebook site. So um, I did, and I you know, I've, there's been five people respond with different names. So um, those little... Social media things that I don't know a whole lot about. I'm learning more about. <laughs> anyway. We uh, always opt out of those uh, ice maker things uh, because they do break down. And, um, you know, refrigerators are not inexpensive anymore. Yeah, well, it, uh, so of course, it's working fine. And I think we've had this repaired once before, but it was... Um, can't remember the circumstances, but you know, there's companies that come and go. Yes. And um, I would name some, but they haven't paid the ad for it, so I won't name them. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, yeah. Why don't you hit up some of these people when you find out who's good with this, if it's a company locally, and have them pay for some ad- advertisement on your radio because well, people would duh. need that too. Well, duh. I mean, yeah, we duh. do. You know? Yeah. Um, we have uh, five people doing that, and uh, one is a new fella, and uh, he's I'm excited about his enthusiasm. Oh, you've had him on, I remember. No. Yeah, you ask him what he's, or somebody asked him what he, and it was, he's on your um, okay. sales staff. I'm sorry, uh, Scott's saying I'm, I have forgotten. So, uh, yes, he was on. And I enjoyed him uh, uh, speaking about not just... Marcus know, Dobro I, is his yes, name. Yes, yeah. that is the name. Okay. One would remember that since an unusual name, but... Yeah. <laughs> Let me scoot here. We're thank so you. short on time today. Good luck. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, all right, now, um, here's something we normally do at the beginning of the show. On this day in history, right, in the year 1576, the Eighty Years' War, in Flanders, Spanish defeat Walloon and capture Antwerp. In 1841, on this date, the first wagon train arrives in California. Huh. I 
Texas. I would have thought it was farther back than that. Wagons Ho. 1862, Dr. Richard Gatling patents the Gatling machine gun in Indianapolis. 1879, African-American inventor Thomas Elkins patents the refrigerating apparatus. Speaking of refrigerators. Yeah. 1922, Howard Carter discovers the intact tomb of the pharaoh Tutankhamun. Of course, that was in Egypt. And the last point we have here like that, 2008, Barack Obama becomes the first African-American to be elected president of the United States, defeating Republican candidate John McCain. Okay, some birthdays. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Walter Cronkite. Born on this date in 1916, died in 2009. Folks, I had the opportunity to work with him for a brief period of time. And he was first class all the way. Okay, now we got a caller. Nope. Okay. Um, Doris Roberts. Uh, she's an actress. You would recognize her face. What is two, the Two Guys show? Here, let me show her to you. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, she was born on this date in 1925, died in 2016. Will Rogers. Born on this date in 1879, died in 1935. And the only one we have today that's uh, actually living today, Matthew McConaughey. I, I enjoy many of the movies he's oh, been in. Likewise. He, uh, Today's his 52nd <clears throat> birthday. You were going to say. I, I enjoyed a lot of his movies. I One of his best performances for me was in uh, U-571, a, a World War II movie about... Uh, Navy sailors capturing Enigma coding machines from the Germans, right. from German subs. And Two, the name of that show you're trying to think of was Everybody Loves Raymond. That's, that's it. Thing. That's it. Yeah. Doris Roberts. Yeah. Okay. She was the mother. Yes. Okay. Now, two deaths. Cy Young. Cy Young, baseball pitcher. He died on this date in 1955. He was born in 1867. He looks athletic. Yes, he pitched for a team named the Cleveland Spiders. Going farther back, Felix Mendelssohn. Music. Composer, yes. Died in on this date in 1847, but had been born in 1809. Okay, so we got that done. German composer. I have all the COVID stats. We have two minutes, roughly. Two and a half. Uh, let's just start with Athens. This is as of yesterday, 2 o'clock. So, as of then, we had 7,919 cases that have occurred in our county. Which means, um, but 7,568 have also fully recovered. So, of the, all of that, those cases, 95.6% have recovered. 
Our vaccination rate in our county, 48.64%. That's 31,777 people. We've had 89 deaths. Uh, No new death yesterday. Day before, one. Um... So 15 new cases yesterday. We have 282 in the hospital. Statewide. Uh, we have now have one and a half million. I'll just round it off like that, cases. But 1.4 million have recovered. Um, statewide, we've had... Um, 24,763 deaths. That is 1.59% of those that caught it have passed. See, right now we've got uh, 4.5% in... No, 4, 5, 7... 5.2% are in the hospital of the active cases. 0.7% in ICU. But of our state's population, 13 and a third percent have had it. I guess that's probably as far as we can go. Folks, have a wonderful day. We'll finish the week off tomorrow. We're on a Friday. Imagine that. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Biden administration has just issued a January 4th deadline for people who work at companies with 100 employees or more to get vaccinated. The new Biden administration rules previewed in September will apply to some 84 million workers as well as healthcare personnel who work at nursing homes and other facilities that receive Medicare and Medicaid funding. Companies that fail to comply could face penalties of up to $14,000 per violation. Vaccine mandates earlier announced for federal workers and contractors have led to a number of legal challenges. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. The number of people signing up for new unemployment benefits has fallen to a fresh pandemic low. They dropped by 14,000 last week, but bank rates Mark Hamrick says employers are still grappling with the great resignation. The priority for most businesses is to attract and retain workers. Job cuts are at the lowest levels in years. Challenger Gray and Christmas says job cut announcements year to date are down 87% from the same period last year. The House could vote on the president.